0: out there to Raisin King episode twenty one, our first podcast of twenty eighteen. And who do we have on the mic? Thomas from Next Door. Next door. Next door Thomas. Is that kinda of like the girl next door? No, not a little close. different.
1: Yeah, it's much different.
0: Uh Thomas and I have been hanging out for a couple of years and he comes over and gives us grief and He is the fainting goat, but that's a different story. But uh, we're going to talk about some of his struggles and um, positive things that's happened to him uh, being raised by his mom and dad and grandparents. Grandparents, Grandparents, Grandparents. there you go. No dad. Grandparents, okay. Shout out to the grandparents out there. Yes. And uh, we'll go from there. So, Thomas, say hey. Hi, how you doing? So, give us a little bit of your background.
1: Background, man. I was a poor white kid. I'm the grandson of a peanut farmer. He, uh... He did his best. Was he a Democrat? No, no. Not even close. <laughs> I come from Texas, man. We don't have those down there.
0: But peanut farmer, man. Duh, peanut farmer. On.
1: Yeah, and next door was a cotton farm. So oh, imagine yeah. that.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, hello.
1: Yeah. They uh they did their thing. He was uh he was what was it, four months out of Pearl Harbor? So he was a uh, Wow a hero in the middle of hell. US Navy. Oh, man. Yep.
0: That's what I had to grow up with. Oh, by the
1: time I got around he was mean though
0: oh he was super mean yeah but mean sometimes is good it is good my mom is mean but she doesn't listen to the podcast either so that's okay <laughs> so I'm totally fine with that um so what are some of your memories growing up of your ground what are some of those stories that you have for us that you got knocked out
1: oh that's easy um we always got told we couldn't climb on the woodpile that that's a that's a given of course every one of us kids did it and you never heard that old man coming never did. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you would be halfway up there, and I'm by halfway, that's a 12-foot wood pile. So.
0: Bam, he snatch you?
1: No, dude, we, we would get the uh, rear end of the, the fly swatter, the old metal fly swatters. Oh, with the metal metal face? Yeah. No, it wasn't plastic. We, no, we got the metal end. Oh. So you had to hang on to the wood pile as he was whipping you on your way
0: down. That was so hygienic, too. <laughs> yeah. surprise, you guys didn't get infections. Uh, did you guys have a lot of antibiotics back then? No, no? we did not. Okay. We had whiskey where I came from. Oh, yeah so what else about your grandfather ah good man he took me fishing took me hunting
1: that's uh that's stuff you'll never forget especially the first couple of fishing trips I hated it when I first started I hated getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday didn't even watch any cartoons nothing (laughs) I was like what am I going it's cold it's dark I don't want to go no
0: but then you you learned to love it
1: not really much later in life did I appreciate it I honestly I wish I could go back and get one more.
0: So why don't you take your son fishing at 4 in the morning? We do, all the time. Do you? He hates it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boy, you passed it down. Yeah.
1: Dang. I mean, he, he hates it. But just like me, probably later on he'll look back and he'll he'll love it. I hope. Anyway.
0: So did Granddad uh, rule with an iron hand? Yes. Limitations? Severely. And you know, it was really weird because people are going to be listening to it and be
1: like, well, he shouldn't have done this, he shouldn't have done that. Um the entire time he was around the family was united he was everyone was there some people didn't like each other but it didn't matter he was you, the glue huh uh, he was the stick yeah papa was there so we're going to go to thanksgiving we're going to go to christmas we're going to show up at easter do the thing and then he died i want to say when i was 15 16 and then it was nobody came to thanksgiving nobody came to easter Dang. The last time we all saw each other was one Christmas. We showed up, um, cleaned out my grandma's gutters, uh, swept everything, cleaned out the back, raked the leaves, did everything, and then that was the last time I saw everybody. Everyone just And that sense. Yeah, and it was, I want to say, two years. I was right before he was born. Right before my son was born. That was the last time I saw everybody. Hmm. So you can be mean all you want to, but as oh, long as yeah.
0: everybody has to show up because they're scared of you, that's fine. So what kind of things have did you learn from your grandfather that you pass on to your son besides fishing? Oh,
1: God. Everything. Everything that I know that has any kind of wisdom to it was him, hands down. There's some stuff that you learn along the way that you pick up mm-hmm. with trial and error. Definitely I'm trial and error. pretty sure that he told me about it. I just didn't listen. That was just, you know, regular life stuff. You got, always got to watch out for you. Make sure you have you covered. Uh, put mm-hmm. money back for a rainy day. You know, stupid life lessons that you take for granted that you don't quite get at 8, nine, ten years old.
0: But you get it later.
1: And the talks that we used to have, I mean, measure twice, cut once, that was all him. That was all him.
0: I never got any of that. My, my father wasn't there. So do you think if he would have been around that you wouldn't have got off the beaten path a little bit? You would have stayed on the path? No. No, you still would have been rebellious? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't know, man. If if Granddad was around and he sounds like he does, I don't think he would have put up with it.
1: I don't think at that point. I was already moved out by that. I mean, oh. I was living on my own at
0: 15. Dang. I moved out, had a
1: full-time job. Yep. So
0: so was that a good thing or a bad thing? Good thing. Oh.
1: I, I dropped out of high school, but I went and got my GED. And I I applied for the full-time job. Of course, it was Taco Bell. That was my very first job.
0: I love Taco Bell. Yeah, I hate Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) I love Taco Bell. I think everybody in this world should work a crappy job. Oh, yeah. For two weeks. To make them really pay attention uh, to dude, what kind of job they have bussing
1: dishes working a oh, drive yeah. through I mean something give them something oh they there would be less can I speak to your manager than uh, anything else in the world so what other jobs let's
0: let's do a side note here so what other jobs have you had
1: oh, let's go uh, I used to work for a manure company I literally shoveled shit for money
0: okay so you didn't like poop it out you no, like shoveled it okay. I
1: shoveled it um, I worked for a roofing company
0: that was fun Oh, man. Yeah. And that was before OSHA.
1: Yes, it was, as a matter of fact.
0: <laughs> we didn't do Fall that. off the roof. Hey, mm-hmm. get back up. Get back up there, buddy. <laughs> you don't get time off. What are you doing? You're not hurt. Get up
1: there. Uh, I worked for a steakhouse. That was one of my favorite jobs. Uh, I actually got to do what I love to do. I love cooking. I love Did you get cooking.
0: free dinner while well, you were a cook? So. No. No? No. You couldn't even sneak it? No.
1: Well, you could sneak it, but if you got caught, you're fired. <sighs> oh, and that, that job is... Definitely worth just hanging out, asking first. Ask. That was a good one. Um I worked at Wendy's. I was a manager at Wendy's. Woo! Big wow. time. Oh, yes. Big and baller. Shot caller. Actually it was a, it was a lot of fun. The owner used to work with Dave Thomas. So oh, I got Dave Dave? Yeah. I got first account of Big Dave Thomas. And he turns out he was a pretty cool guy. The the
0: guy he wow. worked for, he was a
1: I not like him at all,
0: but, oh, yeah. Well, I was, I washed dishes, I was a um, janitor at a YMCA, I... Pushing a bucket? Uh, oh, man, I hate that job. I hate that job. That, that guy taught me how to clean a toilet. Put your hand in there. He, he taught me up close and personal, man. I will never forget that time. I was like... Arr! No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. by then my hand was in the toilet. Yeah. Say, hey, my hands are the toilet. Oh, cool. David. Yeah. Um I did uh my favorite job was bartending though. Bartended at a at a Playboy club in Omaha. You were a bartender? Oh yeah. And I'm just now finding out about that? <laughs> I never you, told you that story. You can oh, strange. drinks. Man, I got some good stories. Yes. Oh <laughs> Desiree. Mm-mm. anyway. Um uh, I drove a recycle truck, a four high, four low, with a button. That, man, that was tough to learn. Yes, God, that was a, that was a tough one to learn that summer. Operate heavy machinery, can you? I I worked for Beacons, moving people. Uh, back in Omaha, you know, uh, we had SAC, so we had a lot of military. Man, I was buff and dark that summer. Dark, darker, I am <laughs> sorry, darker. Uh, man, I've had quite a few jobs, but it but all those jobs make you appreciate maybe you know it's kind of girlfriend. You know your most current girlfriend makes you appreciate the last bad girlfriend. Yeah, that makes sense. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm just stuck on that one, boy. You want to start backpedaling? <laughs> so when you're on your own at at, at 15, what what kind of challenges did do, do you remember having?
1: Uh, finding somewhere to live. That was the hardest one.
0: So did you just walk out and say I'm out? And you had a place to go?
1: No. Uh, okay. We had some stuff set up. A friend of mine had uh, a friend of his who was over 21. They could sign a contract. They uh, they had everything set up. Like a lease? Yeah. Okay. Um, after that, though, after he moved out, we had to be really careful because if anyone found out that I was under 18, uh, I was legally not under any protection whatsoever. They could kick me out within that hour. So that's one of those that... You had to be quiet when you get home. You had to be quiet the entire night. You couldn't do anything. And I worked overnights. I mean, Taco Bell doesn't, at that time, didn't close till 2. So you were like a pet. Yeah. I had, <laughs> you, the there was no it, 15-year-old deposit. No. Not even close. Uh, getting a full-time job. That was the, the hardest one. Luckily, I knew the manager, so he didn't now,
0: say anything. at 15, could you... Yeah, okay, help me with that. You cannot hold a full-time job. So at what age can you? 17? I think it's 16, 17. 17? 17. 17. Okay. So what'd you do? Lie on your...
1: Uh, no. The managers just let me work eight hours a day. So how'd you get paid? It's the
0: same. Oh, so they didn't... They just overlooked it.
1: Pretty much. Okay. The The general manager didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I already had a bank account. I mean, I had a bank account under whatever that's called, where you have someone open a bank account and you're just the custodial under it. Yep. So they, they cash my checks, no questions. So, uh,
0: you remember how much you make it back then?
1: Yeah, it was five dollars and fifteen cents an hour. Big baller. And I thought I was making so much money. My
0: first job, I think it was two eighty five. Wow. That that was way back in the day, baby. Oh,
1: I remember the steakhouse doing serving. Serving at the steakhouse was. I don't know. Some nights I would walk out of there, on tips alone was three hundred bucks.
0: So you served and cooked. Yes. Okay.
1: And there was uh, there were some nights I'd walk out of there with like seventy five cents in change, and you'd only get paid two dollars and twelve cents. So your your check was pretty much
0: the taxes. Yeah. That you get covered, and then you take home the other stuff, and wouldn't claim it all, of course, just a percentage. You couldn't. I mean, I learned there that you didn't claim all your tips because it'll tax the. Oh yeah. They yeah. tax the hell out of you. Yeah, they will. So, what do you tell? This is this is this is where I'm headed with this. What do you tell a young teenager that's struggling, thinking that his parents don't know anything, and his parents are trying to help him? His his parents are there for him, but he wants to be a butthead. He wants to maybe move out at 15. Uh, he's got everything going for him, but he's been a total knucklehead.
1: Uh, there's somebody told me at that age, and I didn't get it till now. It was a uh, Move out while you know everything. Come back <laughs> when you forget it. And there was a. Uh, my mom, my mom was probably the greatest parent on the face of the earth. I mean, I did stupid stuff. And everyone's like, I did stupid stuff. I mean, and she you let get you getting... live. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was like coming home at 2 o'clock in the morning in the back of a cruiser. There was a. Uh, Vandalization. There was, he was breaking into this. He was doing that. There was juvie time in there. I was doing
0: stupid stuff. Just uh, a side note for our listeners we don't approve of these things. These things are bad. Yeah. B.A.D. Super bad. They, they will ruin your life 20 years later.
1: Oh, uh, man. There was understanding there. She had infinite patience. I mean, I don't even know. As a father now, I have no clue where she got Perhaps
0: it she did it. no clue,
1: and it was just I was miserable is what it was. I was miserable at home. Yep. I had a stepdad that was living with me it wasn't It wasn't great, and the reason I was acting up was because of all that. I loved my mom, but I hated my stepdad, and he hated me. So instead of putting her in the middle, because it was actually causing her a lot of health problems, yep. a lot of anxiety, a lot of problems. stress. So I was like, you know what? I'll just get out. I don't worry about it. I'll get my stuff together and I'll move right over here. It was one town over, smaller town, but it was one town over. And so
0: it, probably the best thing you could have done. Still,
1: it, it really yeah. was. I mean, everyone's gonna look at that and be like, well, you were fifteen. Maybe she shouldn't have let you done that. They, they weren't there. You, you couldn't have known. Yeah. He made her happy, and it wasn't something that had happened to her for a very long time. My father was the last one that she dated, and I was an, oops, everything still works, baby. So she wasn't expecting me.
0: Yep. I was surprise. You we were flying the ointment.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, and But was- still
0: had the patience of Job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, there is, there's no questioning that. There was a... Uh, Anybody that's going through it, it's just, hang on. It gets better. It does. Yeah. No matter what situation, as long as you're trying, keep climbing.
0: I think the third part of that you were saying, that uh, move out when you know everything. Yeah. And come back when you know nothing. Yep. The third part is apologize when you figure it out. Because, <laughs> oh. I think, I think
1: Gabriel, my son, was two years old. Two. I hadn't even gotten into the hardcore parenting yet. I was still changing diapers and paying bills. That was my extent of parenting. That's hardcore parenting right there, buddy. And I called mom and immediately the first thing out of my mouth
0: was, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> like that was that was it right there. <laughs> and I, I'm not even in the, into the crux of it. I'm no, just no, on the front He's not even a teenager yet. I'm, I'm just on the edge. With shitty diapers and I'm so so sorry. And she Dang. just
1: she couldn't stop laughing. I think every parent waits for that day. I know I will.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that day has come for me. I think all three kids have said something t- to that fact, and uh, it's really surprising because they catch you off guard. Like, what'd you just say?
1: What? Wait, say what? <laughs>
0: Were you listening to <laughs> me the entire time? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. So how did you get into the lab technician? Oh, I'm portion. second generation. My mom did yeah. it. I grew up in a lab uh
1: making dentures crowns cast metals most people don't know what any of that is but except for dentures uh if you don't have one you probably have no clue what's going on and if even if you do have one you know about one percent of what goes on oh yeah it's a dying trade i think there's like four thousand nationwide people that can do it
0: i think those guys over there are probably too hard though you know those uh, strippers and stuff you guys have over there. Yeah, sometimes. That doesn't. It's happen. like out of control. <laughs> that doesn't happen at it's, it's all. Uh, it's like unbelievable. You know, like I just love going over there.
1: <laughs> you have more people over here that do that than we have over there. What are you doing? I kind of do. Yeah,
0: you do. Kind of do. So, what are you going to pass on to your son? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh,
1: honestly, I hope very little. I hope he gets more from his mother than he does from me.
0: Yeah, but you got some qualities, Dad. Come on. There is. Uh, you are selling yourself short.
1: Willpower and determination. I think yeah. that's all I have, and I hope that's all he gets from me.
0: Nah. Yes. How about the stubbornness, the hard-headedness? Oh, you know, you got to be a little stubborn. That's willpower, man. That's where willpower comes in. That's yeah. where the
1: hard-headedness comes in. That's, I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to get it done. No matter who No matter how,
0: way. where, yeah. when. That's right. Yeah. Even if there's a better way, nope, we're doing it my way. So maybe instead of giving it to him, you can explain to him why that doesn't work all the time. Temper it. Yeah.
1: That's, that's yeah. what I'm...
0: Take it and just dial it back.
1: I, I actually come at
0: him like a blacksmith. Because you're that all or nothing guy.
1: Yep, pretty much. Turn it on. Turn it off. <laughs> <See, laughs> oh, my logo? God. It's <laughs> on or off. All the way to the floor? <laughs> Not at all, man. I don't do anything half bad. Were you speeding? Hell, y'all Hell yeah, I was speeding. Hell yeah, I mean, what'd you clock me at? Uh, I don't think that this- <laughs> 120. Yeah, it stops at 120, man. What, what is it actually? Yeah, that's that's me right there.
0: Oh man. Oh. So we're talking about those challenges. So what are the challenges challenges that you have growing up?
1: Ah, uh, getting money. I wanted to. Uh, I had Gabriel at a at a really young age. I actually met my wife at a really young age. I was 17. When she was first pregnant with our first kid, uh, we unfortunately lost her, and it was a miscarriage. It wasn't like a, you know, it was still hard. That was the hardest thing. I mean, I don't face many things Mm -hmm. half-heartedly, and the one thing I was for sure growing up, the one thing I was for sure going around was I wanted to be a father. I never had one, and I was for sure I could be a better one than I had. So that's what I wanted to do with my life.
0: You know, they call that negative learning. Is that what that is? Yeah, because I didn't... because you want to do exactly the opposite of how you were treated. And yeah. that's
1: uh, I've dude. It was hardheaded. It's that is time that is time. that
0: is some of the most powerful learning tools there is. Because my dad, my dad was cool, but he really wasn't a dad. Dad, he wasn't around all the time. So I did the soccer dad thing. I did this. I, I did so. I mean, I was always there with my kids. So you you almost overcompensate.
1: Yeah. 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 So. Uh, Gabriel has way more than I ever had growing up. Oh my God! Way more. Let's not even go there, dude. I had like our bathroom had holes in the floor. Like we had a pier and beam house. Do you know what mm-hmm. that is? And it's uh, it had a hole in the bathroom floor, and Mom didn't have any money to fix <laughs> up the house, and it was. It was so dark under there when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I thought that's where bad kids went when they got <laughs> in trouble. Like, that's where they ended up.
0: Like, You're going to be in the bathroom floor, buddy. Gacy style. It's all like, no. Thank God not Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> it's only Texas. So uh,
1: I for sure made. I wanted to give him a way better life than I had. Not saying that I had a bad life, but I wanted to make sure that he didn't have to worry about holes in the floor, yeah. insects, rent money, that none of that came to to anything where are we going to get clothes because I can't afford it.
0: I think what happens too is that in the, in the process of doing all that, we kind of spoil them. Yeah. So we almost have to temper it back, dial it back, make sure they know the value of money. Uh it comes uh, to a getting, point getting a job they got a good job, Gabriel. Woohoo! Yeah, he, uh, buddy.
1: Actually, he wants one. Does he? he? Yeah, I mean, he's like biting at the. Wow. Yeah, he, he really wants to get a job. And I'm like, yeah, you keep that enthusiasm.
0: Because some it's of those like, kids don't come out of the house, man. Nope, they do they, not. They don't. Oh. Unless you change the Wi Fi password. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's the Wi Fi password? Hey, go, Mama! Go clean up your room, i will give it to you. <laughs> yeah, he's not like that. He wants to work, he wants to do things. And he's gonna face some challenges along the way. That I'm for sure, like the first really rude—I mean, hateful—rude person mm-hmm. I see him coming out of that store. <laughs> I, I mean, like, this is not worth I'm it. Out. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> he was mean to me. I'm sorry. I have to go. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I could make money for him, and this was—he was three months old. So I did what every teenage boy where I grew up. You either went one of two ways in my town. You either went to the military. Or you went and did illegal stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I happened to
1: do the latter because I was not allowed in the military.
0: Why weren't you allowed in the military?
1: I have some medical issues. Oh, that, okay, yeah. They uh. So I did real dumb stuff. Real dumb stuff.
0: Yeah, but that what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Sure, but yeah, most of the people that I did it with
1: it, they're either dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. So
0: it wasn't your time. No, it was not. Yeah. It, it gave you time to reflect and grow into the man you are now and, stand and what's on the what's really funny now. is
1: it did the opposite effect
0: of what I wanted it to do. Well, what did you want to do? You want to be a kingpin?
1: Now, I wanted to have at least put money back that I wouldn't have to worry about it.
0: Oh, you wanted to make it a business?
1: Yes. Ah. I wanted to make sure that I had enough back that I didn't have to worry about nothing. Oh. And I, I was doing a really good job of it at first. I mean, I had everything separate. I knew what I was doing. One place over here for one thing and one place over here for another. Until until I started doing my own stuff. Oh, you can't use your own product. Yeah. And about two years into it, I'm a homeless dude walking down the street in the worst part of Fort Worth.
0: That's like an Oprah. (laughs) Dude, it (laughs) is. An Oprah series story. Wow. And I remember Gabriel looking at me. He was a little kid. little
1: kid. Three. Barely formed words. And he looked at me. He goes, where are we going? Why don't we go home? Dude, (laughs) it broke my heart. I never missed a day of work after that. Not one.
0: (laughs) It took a three-year-old to kick your butt into gear.
1: Yep. And anybody that that sees East Lancaster, I will say it to this day, worst street in America. There are more people that die on that street than Afghanistan a year. You can look that up.
0: Uh, Nope. (laughs) So what was your vehicle of getting out of that? What would you do first? How'd you you step out of it?
1: Uh, I reached out to as many people that would still talk to me as I could.
0: Oh, cool. Village
1: village mentality. I I tried to get at least one step. And April's grandma was the only one that would help us where we were at. A friend of mine was selling his house. He said, you can stay there until I sell it. There's no furniture, no nothing. All he had was hardwood floors.
0: But it was a place to stay. It
1: was There was a roof over our head. All right, we'll do that. And then I went to the first place that would accept applications. I put in applications. Everywhere. And that was Luby's Cafeteria. Luby's. Yes. And they hired me. And from there, I have never missed a day of work. We haven't been well off until like the last six years. But 10 years of busting and grinding. But and- you
0: saw the, the forest for the trees.
1: Yes, I did. Man. Paying bills and being broke is different than being broke. Yep. If you can pay your bills, you're doing well.
0: But if your broke home is walking down Lancaster, <laughs> it's a whole different story. So have you been back to that street since then? I have. And it's the same?
1: Exactly the same. If anything oh. it's worse. Man. Yeah.
0: So what do you tell our listeners out there that are that are down and out? The ones that are down and out they just gotta crawl back in or or uh Get, get you a get goal. A set you a goal, even if it's a stupid one.
1: Just set a goal. Imagine it. Close your eyes. Look at it. You see it? Go reach for it. Even if it's stupid.
0: And then do baby steps from there?
1: Baby steps. You set your goal for one week. Set your goal for one month. You'd be surprised how powerful that is. You meet your one,
0: even if it's stupid.
1: And be all of like, a sudden hey. you get like a flood of, I can do this. I have a shot.
0: Oh, that's a nice mentality. That's cool. Never heard that before. I'm about to start doing that. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. You can start with the gym. Yeah, every morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't, man. I was in an accident. Yeah. Can't go to the gym. No, that's me. No, can't yeah. go to the gym, man.
1: I was in a car incident.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a target on your back. <laughs> hit Pretty me, much. Please hit me, please. Well, we want to thank Thomas for coming by. Keep this short. And. Maybe next time we get Gabriel on the mic with us. Yeah, see what he has to say. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, whatever. Sheer terror. Yeah. Is oh thing. my god! I gotta say something. All right, everybody Thank out you. there, have a nice night and be safe. Hey, hope to see everybody again. And kudos out there to my daughter Tion. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! All right, later. Bye later.